0: Previously on Myth, Tarot, Love, we examined Judgment, and Themis, and the Judgment of Paris. Today's show will focus on the world and Gaia.
1: Myth and Tarot, where do the ideas go? Let's talk about stories, cards, and symbols, and
0: all of the above. Welcome to Myth Tarot Love, a show about ancient stories and new age wisdom. I'm Biddy, your expert in classics. And I'm Rose, your resident tarot
1: practitioner. Welcome back, everybody. Hello! We have reached the world! Yay! I'm super excited! Or, as we learned last week, Hera's gift to Paris. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the world that he didn't take He no. didn't take the silly fella Ah oh, silly silly guy but no i'm super excited because today marks the end of the major arcana that's it and the
1: beginning of the, a new cycle yes a cycle of the minor arcana Yay. We're, we're so we're after after this card we actually will start with uh the first suit if you will which we is going to be the cups in this case, we've decided yes. cups. We've made the
0: decision. <laughs> the cups is where we're beginning. We're starting with cups, but it's exciting. So it's almost like season has ended. Mm-hmm. New one will be season beginning. one. Season oh, one. Season one finale. The world.
1: Woo. <laughs> I like it.
0: <laughs> I like it too, and I also like it because it's a change of season. Now too, like with fall. Oh yeah, and it is. is almost. It's, it's true. Kind of we, we just,
1: uh, yeah. So like just last week we yeah. had uh, the fall equinox, right? Yeah. Equinox equal night. Yeah, that's right. Equal, equal, not, equal night. Equal night. Equal day. I'm learning. <laughs> Fiddy's teaching me. <laughs> I like teaching.
0: She's a good teacher. thank
1: you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we're looking at the world today. Mm -hmm. um, And it's very, it's like a super positive card. It is very much the embodiment of enjoyment and like everything's over now. So celebration, if you will. It's like an ultimate celebration, but also a promise that, hey, things are going to start new again. Um, It is the completion this is essentially the world is what was promised in the Wheel of Fortune, if you will, mm-hmm. right? So, the Wheel of Fortune was way back in uh, episode eleven, I think. So It's like number that. ten. It's, been a it's while. number ten in the taros, and we started with zero, so it's our eleventh episode. Wow, it should be. I know, crazy. Um, so, the Wheel of Fortune told us what goes up must come down, what goes down must come up Mm etc. Everything goes round and round. And there's actually a lot of the symbols that are repeated in uh, the world uh, from the Wheel of Fortune. So we still have that uh, an image of a bull, an image of a lion, an image of a bird and an image of a man. Uh, But we don't have the negative symbols. We don't have the snake. We don't have um, we don't have the demon. We don't have a sphinx. Uh, well, the Sphinx isn't so much negative. He's, hmm, but he is true. kind of a, a, a barrier, an obstacle, and uh, uh, a tester, if you will. Yeah. We no longer have tests. The Judgment Day was over. Now is, uh, and if you, and some might say that Judgment was the union of mind and body and spirit, and now in the world we are re, we are uniting with the divine, in whichever form it appears to you. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, looking at the card, you have a naked woman. <laughs> first thing I say, um, and she is front and center. You know, front and center. And she's got, and she's just letting her boobs all hang out and yep. stuff. And I very much um, can relate to that because there's nothing more freeing than taking off your bra. So true. <laughs>
0: Best part of the day. And I,
1: I, I'm like, so I'll see this card and I'll be like, yeah, let them hang out. <laughs> Freedom right there. There
0: we go. <laughs> Freedom right there. Um, it, almost, it kind of reminds me of Lady Liberty or just, I don't know, because, not just because of the boobs, but <laughs> the, the way that the sash is kind of just flowing around. And it, yeah. And she's she she's like yeah. dancing
1: in air. She's holding mm. two wands and wands are kind of a symbol or they couldn't also be staffs. Um, I kind of look at them as more like wands um, or even batons. They're symbols of power.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, as well as, uh, authority, but she's holding two of them and, and one in each hand. And it looks kind of like, a, a symbol of balance. I think there's some symmetry to it. Uh, there's quite a bit of symmetry to this card. Actually, there's a, she's surrounded by this wreath, uh, and it is bound at the top and the bottom with, uh, what is referred to as the threads of fate.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what else can we say? The background is well, nice and blue. and
0: Well, even the yeah. images, like you said, the bull and the lion are across from each other. Like, it's all four corners are yeah. filled.
1: All four corners are filled. Looking at this card, it's very symmetrical. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, I don't, the, a French word's coming to mind. Insouciance? I don't know if that is in English. It's like jovial, happy, go oh, lucky, okay. freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Insouciance. <laughs> That's our word, like of that. d- yeah. our word of the day. If
0: you- <laughs> insouciance? That's I say. And, yeah, right?
1: insouciance, like, mm, like no suffering. Um it's okay. very much an enjoyment card, right? Mm-hmm. Um and this is kind of that blank slate, um, like the freedom that comes from no longer having the fear of judgment because the judgment has passed, right? right. So this is so we kind of referred last week to judgment as being exam day. This would be uh, the party after the exam, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so there. There's I mean, a... I don't know about that. <laughs> um. So actually, all of these like creature symbols in the corners, um, they all represent different aspects of reality. The bull represents matter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, physical physical things. The lion represents energy, which can also be like strength and power. The eagle, uh, well, I'm calling it an eagle, but before we, we called it, like, a phoenix. It, it's kind of hard to tell sometimes. It's a bird. Yeah. It's a bird. Yeah. Um, and the bird is supposed to represent time mm-hmm. in this sense. And the man is representing space. Um, so it's interesting, too, because I remember that these were also faces of Kronos. If I remember way back from the Wheel of Fortune. There are faces or...
0: Faces?
1: Well, they, they, it, you said something along the lines of Kronos was oh, represented sorry, as yes. different Sorry, I, symbols. I forgot what you meant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just like, <laughs> faces of Kronos what? or like manifestations of Kronos. I think him? manifestations. Okay. And yeah. Kronos um, was the god that... Uh, overthrew his
0: no. So this is the confusion. Yeah. So there's the this is the CH Kronos. So this is the God of time. Okay. So it's this is the cyclical is nature of things. Um, that
1: makes more sense with the world then. Yes. Yeah, that makes yeah. more
0: sense. So Kronos we're talking about the time
1: Kronos. Mm-hmm. Um, and time in tarot is often referred to as being cyclical. Yeah. Uh, patterns repeat things in the past happen again in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and one cycle, as one, as one cycle ends, another begins. Mm-hmm. Um, the world is kind of the pause between those two cycles. Okay. It's not so, it's, it, it's not so much a pause, if you will, it, as a tr- like transition, but it's a happy transition into the next.
0: Okay, into so the
1: next could you almost
0: say that it was like judgment, then the world, then you can start with the fool all over again? Oh yeah, for sure. Like, if you just had
1: the major arcana, you could use just just that cycle, if mm-hmm. you will, um, and the world is definitely saying, "Hey, the next step after the world is the fool." And actually, um, I think before the the um, wait the Rider Wait Smith deck, the fool actually did come after the
0: world. Oh, okay. So yes, yeah, so then yeah. that would make sense. Yeah. To you. So
1: before, like historically, the the fool has appeared in kind of different spots, mm-hmm. um, and the Rider-Waite-Smith deck decided that the fool should be first and called zero, um, but before that, the fool actually didn't have any number associated with it.
0: Oh, so what was the number one then? Was it the, the magician? Ma- the magician. Okay. Yeah. Number interesting. Number one is the magician. Hmm. Yeah. So kind of an interesting little history lesson there
1: yeah um yeah so the fool did in like in some older decks appear after the world uh which is this idea of like the cycle beginning all over again right right? um but yeah it was decided that it made more sense for it to be at the at the beginning and I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Personally, it makes more sense to me too. It
0: does, just if you're like starting out on a new journey or whatever. If it's something new, I feel like, yeah, it, yeah. going first. It's that inspiration. It it's
1: about inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one of the reasons why it did come after the world is this idea that the world is a union with the divine, right? And often um, inspiration is considered to be a divine inspiration. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, so yeah. it's this idea of, like, if you see the face of God, it inspires you and you be, you embark on a journey um, mm-hmm. and the world is, is um, like, the completion of that journey. Right. Right? Um, so you be, like, the the completion after you've already been judged for it and then you're reunited with God again in order to be put on another journey. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, the divine in whichever form. <laughs> Not necessarily <laughs> yes, uh, Judeo-Christian god, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, so it's kind of a similar idea in other decks as well. If we look at the world in the Celtic Dragon Tarot, um, they have in this one a man and a woman coming together, and they actually still are holding wa- two wands. The man's holding one wand and the woman's holding the other, but I like the way they're they're shown together. It's like they're blending into one. Yeah. Right. It's like gender isn't so much a thing anymore because like their robes actually look like they're blending into each other. Oh, that's
0: true. Yeah. And it's like
1: it's not so much that they're physical beings anymore. It's like the physical aspects of them are irrelevant, mm-hmm. and their spirits are combined. Um, and there's all these dragon spirits kind of floating around them in circles. It's very colorful. It's okay. very happy. Um, this is probably the most positive card in all of tarot.
0: Wow, really? Yeah,
1: it's it's the most celebratory. It's the most, like there is nothing negative about it because everything has been shed from, mm. uh, from the judgment card, mm-hmm. right? Once you've been judged, you are also forgiven, hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and this sense of freedom and acceptance of being forgiven and being um, reunited with the divine is... Is represented in the world hmm. yeah <laughs> pretty intense yeah um, and then looking at uh, journey into the hidden realm deck we have she looks so much like Gaia like if I were to represent Gaia I would this is now the image that comes to mind she's just this like so she's it's a woman and she had she's also topless like in the Rider Waite Smith deck um, with uh, the with, what looks like maybe some sort of green cloth wrapped around her. And it's very green. The whole card. The whole is card is extremely yeah. green. She's green. And it looks like she's coming from the earth or she is earth itself. Which is what I love about right? this yeah. card so her, much. Her hair looks like vines or moss or something. There's like butterflies around, which by the way are great symbols of change and transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has this expression on her face that is just so sexual so erotic mm-hmm. right? like she mm-hmm. is definitely um completely comfortable with creating a new if you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> right like she is very much this like fertility like symbol right mm-hmm. now um and she just looks she looks uh She's pretty happy. Like, she's looking happy. <laughs> like, she's ready to embark on some uh, physical pleasures. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's really well done. Like, the I'm very impressed by the art
0: of it. When you showed me this card, I was like, holy crap, that is Gaia. It is. <laughs> it, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Everything that Gaia
1: art. does is just, like, fertility everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like, everything Gaia do- is, is life, right? Um, and this is very much some of those ideas of the world as well that life is everywhere life is this transforming transformative process but it also every ending has a new beginning if, with life and it's just going to produce more and more life
0: exactly yeah yeah nothing completely ends something's always starting yeah and you can be in many cycles at the same time exactly yes the cycles um
1: that, that's something we haven't talked very much about, actually, in our show, is this idea that, okay, we've been on a journey with the Major Arcana, but you can be on multiple journeys at a time. Mm-hmm. You can be inspired in multiple ways. So uh, I think you were talking before about, like, okay, let's say you're a college student,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So that's one journey. You're, go- you're going to college. It's going to be, like, four or five years yeah. of before you get your degree, Um But you can also be on other journeys. You can be uh, a daughter, and it's going to last for the rest of your life. And you can be uh, in different. You can be a job. You can be going on a a job at the same time as as being a college student. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different ways.
0: And these are just kind of some basic physical ideas. Exactly, and it's just funny too because like sometimes, or at least when I think about doing like a spread or or asking a question, Mm -hmm. I typically. Typically, think about those different aspects in my life, like yeah. asking something about job, like career or school or relationship or exactly. whatever it is. Yeah. But it's interesting that yeah, they're all part of your overall cycle of your life, but they're all also like individual. There's like many sort stories, sub stories, yeah. if you will. Yeah. yeah.
1: And as a tarot practitioner, like I like if I'm giving a reading to a person, I ask them, to, I. I Um, tell them that it's best to ask a question about something specific in your life, Mm -hmm. right? And I'll often say, okay, the more specific your question, the more specific your answer is going to be, right? Like if you're asking something really general about, oh, my whole life, where is it headed? Yeah. You're going to get a really general answer. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. it's going to be vague because that's a very vague question. But if you're asking something really specific, like – Well, it it can also only answer questions that we have cards for. Like, if you're asking something too specific, like, what Um, are the lottery numbers? It's not going to give you the answer to that. It's like, I don't have a card to tell you what the lottery numbers (laughs) are going to be, so I can't give you the lottery numbers. Yeah. Um, But if you're asking something more specific, like... pertaining to a, a certain event that's happening in your job life or something mm-hmm.
0: then the cards can give you a more specific answer yeah so when you get this the world card in mm-hmm. a reading what does that generally represent you said like a positive it's or incredibly cycle? positive like if this is an answer to someone's question it's basically
1: saying okay don't worry everything's working out it's extremely positive you have the forces of Fertility and creativity itself and life itself Mm -hmm. um, helping you in this case Um, it's essentially this idea of every way that it could work out is going to work out Mm. Uh, especially if this is like a future card or an answer card Um, if it's something you're being crossed with it's like okay now now you are um, like if this is your present state it's basically saying things are going really good but you also know that there's a new journey beginning. So it might be this idea of preparing for a new journey. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, if it's an obstacle, I've never gotten this card as an obstacle, but <laughs> um, if it is an obstacle...
0: Mm, could it be like maybe like to set time aside to have to celebrate or to like renew yourself? It or could would it be. be some, it could also... It, it
1: could be. Like it would depend on what the other cards in the, in the spread are saying. Mm-hmm. So it could say hey you need to take more time to celebrate but it could also say maybe you're celebrating too long
0: oh, it's time okay. it's you time like to move get forward back on track, yeah. kind of thing yeah um
1: and that's probably as negative as this card could get mm-hmm. right it's just yeah. saying hey you're you're spending too much time enjoying your su- your previous successes mm-hmm. it's time to move forward and start that new journey again
0: yeah um like so what's okay. what story is this so like how we had mentioned with the journey into the hidden realm, I definitely get this idea and I'm reminded so much of Gaia. So I'll yeah. have to. There's a woman in all three
1: representations of this card. There is.
0: There is. Yeah. And she is literally the world. She is the earth. Um, and so. She's. Yeah. She yeah, She literally is the world. We live on
1: the world. <laughs> we live on
0: the world. We live on Gaia. Um, so I thought that there's. She's. Related in a few different myths. So I'm just going to say a little bit about each one and how she is a part of it. Okay. Um, it, more than a story. In the end, I have, like, I guess a little bit of one. But... So, yeah, literally Gaia is the earth or the world. She is one of the first three gods, goddesses to have come out of chaos. So, in Greek creation myth, um, she came out of chaos along with Tartarus, which is the underworld, and Eros, which is not just, you know, little Cupid. It is the idea of the force of attraction. So, Ah. how I like to think of that is almost like gravity. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that yeah so out comes Gaia and she is like you said to you extremely super fertile yes she just I remember a
1: previous story you told where like things that touch her just come to life
0: yes or testicles yeah <laughs> for instance literally just a drop of blood on her and out springs other beings and creatures and she can also do something um, referred to as parthenogenesis so she can reproduce on her own so i know other like plants and Mm -hmm. some animals i'm not too sure but she she can do that she can just spontaneously reproduce she is just that fertile which is great it sounds like she is like a goddess of manifestation yeah right like she
1: just creates constantly
0: that's a good way to put it Yeah. yeah yeah she's creating it's not always Good things that she's creating, and what's interesting <laughs> is that that's not important to her, it's just the fact she has of to just keep making life, yeah, because that's how life continues, that's how life goes on, and so that's kind of her part in the um Persephone story. So we've men- mentioned that before mm-hmm. too. Persephone um, is the one that uh got taken down to ha- with Hades, he- yes, right? exactly, to yeah. become his bride. And at the beginning of that story, Gaia is actually one of the I'm not going to say manipulator, but she has a hand in getting Persephone to the underworld because they knew, and by they I mean Zeus and Hades, that Mm -hmm. her mother Demeter was going to be upset. Um, But again, because Gaia is so much like, yes, no, of course she needs to get married. She's a young woman and she needs to have babies. (laughs) She wants some babies. (laughs) Yeah, so what Gaia does is she has a narcissist flower come out of the ground where... Um, Persephone was picking flowers, and once she grabbed the flower, that's when the earth kind of opened up, and Hades came out to uh, quote unquote abduct her to take her at that point. So, Whoa. Guy actually plays a pretty so she role. picks a flower that's like a portkey, <laughs> it is like a portkey <laughs> from Harry Potter. <laughs> Just watched the fourth one the other day. Oh, you did! It's yeah, so so like the flowers <laughs> of Port came to the underworld. <laughs> yeah, but it more like it's just like it opens like Gaia, I guess, because it's the she just, just kind opens, of opens up, up herself. Yeah, be and be like, da. all
1: right, go take the lady. Gets swallowed up. Yeah,
0: go get your, your bride. And again, it's... Go make some babies. Yeah, go, I literally have that as my notebook. It's just capital babies. <laughs> because that's what I meant to her, and that was important for her, is that things just continue and they propagate. Um, mm-hmm. Even when it comes... So, uh, again, with the story of Gaia and Uranus and with Kronos' sickle and, yeah. you know, the castration... She wants things to be born. Things need to continue. Um, There's something very sexual about Gaia, I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's also very smart. She's the yeah. first um, goddess to have something called Matus, which is that that wisdom, that cunning intelligence and foresight.
1: Oh, right. I remember you talking about Matus. Yeah.
0: So we, we've yeah. seen mostly with female goddesses like Gaia, Athena, mm-hmm. um Zeus has it as well because he literally swallowed Matus the (laughs) god so he has it too I will have Matus (laughs) I will be smart too I will become Matus Um, swallow Matus become new Matus (laughs) and so one of the last stories that we see Gaia um, taking a prominent role in is in the Titanomachy. So that's the battle between the Titans and like the Olympian gods. Okay. Um, so at, it's pretty much at, at the end of that story. Um, Gaia and Tartarus have a, a child called Typhon and Zeus has to battle. He's pretty much a monster. He has like all of these arms. Like he's, it's the description of him is actually quite horrible. Horrible! I should have horrifying. totally forgot to bring it out. But it's pretty horrible. Okay, you can well, you can post it with this episode. I totally can. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely post will. Post a picture. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'll post, post a picture in a description because it just it's pretty he's disgusting. Sc- he's scary. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what she did was she created this child to in order to battle Zeus, so that way he has someone that he can come up against. Because mm-hmm. again, like it's not that she wanted Zeus to die necessarily, but it's that. The idea of, okay, a succession. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you were in charge, now someone else, now someone else, now someone else.
1: Um, All right, so very much this one. idea of, like, things
0: being completed and starting something new, yes. starting something new. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so it's always that idea of, yeah, something new.
1: Yeah, um, I think that is definitely one of the characteristics of life itself, is that things have to be constantly changing, mm-hmm. constantly transforming somehow, because if you stay stagnant it too long, then... It dies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So that's that's the guy. Except Zeus wins. So Except whatever. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Except Zeus is awesome. Apparently, at and, <laughs> and every and, and, yeah, and everything and all that sorts of things. So. Yeah. Yeah, just one one last challenge Zeus. to his authority, and he overcame it, and so we're like, okay, you can be in church now forever. I guess <laughs> we'll, we'll let you do the thing.
1: Well, you have to prove that you need to that you are the king of gods multiple yeah. times.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's that was his final yeah, test. Test to that. So mm. that was that's pretty much it that I have for Gaia. What I wanted to mention now is something called a Nostoi, Which is a return journey home, or journeys, or nostos would be one journey. Mm -hmm. Um, Just when I was thinking about this card and its relation to the Fool and to the beginning, and how everything has kind of come full circle. Exactly. And it's not a straight line, it's always a circle. Exactly. And it made me think of, like I said, this term and the idea of, I know last week I mentioned a little bit about the Iliad and the Trojan War. And I've mentioned before too, in the lovers card, looking at Odysseus and Penelope, that that was a nostos. That was a re, you know his return, return journey. You know, going off to war, being away, yeah, in, there for ten years, taking another ten years to come back. That when he came back, that was his nostos. Am I saying that right? Um, kind of nostos. Yeah. So it's it's basically his, his whole. So the Odyssey, that book, can be considered a nostos because that was his return mm-hmm. journey home. And a lot of the Trojan heroes had that. So Agamemnon has a story of his return home. Mm-hmm. Not a good story because he dies, but no. <laughs> that actually happens to quite a few of them. That's um, unfortunate. Odysseus yeah. is one of the best ones. Menelaus and Helen return home. Um I don't know, so it just made me think of that kind of, this, again, returning the cyclical home, nature, yeah. the returning home, returning to the beginning of the journey. And also
1: uniting, reuniting with, like, the ultimate mm-hmm. home has is, is always been considered, like, in in spirituality to be the divine, right? So that mm-hmm. return to the divine is essentially that
0: idea of returning home. hmm hmm mm-hmm. That's interesting, yeah, because they don't really have that idea for when they die, as we do with, like... Yeah, in, like in, in not in Greek mythology yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I, I was kind of thinking this more had, I don't know, it was closer to the tarot kind of idea yeah. of returning rather than returning to spirit or to the divine because the divine mm-hmm. was all around them. Exactly. Yeah, everything was the divine uh, with, in, <laughs> in that. that idea. Yeah. yeah.
1: Everything had a divine aspect to it.
0: hmm Yeah. hmm Yeah. How... Very cool. Oh, nice. nice. uh, And I was just, like, looking at the time. How are we doing? Did we... Did we want to rant about anything or say anything exciting? What, what to look forward to in the next season? I'm pretty season. excited
1: about the next season, actually. Um, so we're going to talk about the cups. Um, but we also have a few interviews mm-hmm. that we're going to do, um perhaps our first uh, reading on air, (laughs) our first on air reading, Anything Can Happen. Hopefully, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully, it'll be we'll positive. See. Like anything yeah. can happen. Uh, we'll of course have to get permission first to oh, release it if it if it goes on. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we could do a
0: live one. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> it would be cool, but... like like a Facebook live or yeah, I don't know. anything can we'll happen. We'll figure it out. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. So basically, just saying, we don't know if next week will be like the Ace of Cups or if it will be an interview, interview depending. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see. Well,
1: yeah. Um. <laughs> So you'll we'll put a, a, like you'll have an announcement or something. Oh, definitely. So you guys yeah. will you will you will know before it, it comes up. Yeah. Uh, just as we're recording this, we're still looking at the different possibilities. We also have an interview lined up with, um, an, someone who's been practicing tarot, uh, just, just started this year. Mm-hmm. Right. She's very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's very good. Um. So kind of it would be interesting to get that perspective of new tarot practitioner versus, uh, I don't know, I've been doing it for 13 years. But yeah. Yeah, just yeah. kind of get different perspectives because as we mentioned before, um, tarot has as many interpretations as there are interpreters. Yes. Right? Yeah. And that's part of the beauty of
0: it. Exactly. That,
1: um, I believe that was uh, one of the messages of the moon is that every you might see things differently depending on who you are. Every perspective offers a new a new way to interpret something. Yeah. Yep. It's fun. Anyway. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, so lots of things to look forward to yes. with our our next cups suit. We're also going to so this, the cups is very much about emotions. So uh, our first journey after the world is going to be uh, one of the emotions and mm. relationships, mm-hmm. which is I think something a lot of people look to tarot for. A lot of times people will go to Tarot and be like, tell me about love. <laughs> will yeah. I meet the one? Is he the one? Is she the one? <laughs> you know? Is it going to work out? Yeah. Well, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So um, a lot of those answers normally will appear in the form of a cup card. <laughs> yeah. That Anyways. Makes sense. Yes. That's, but that's the end of the world for today. That is it for
0: the today. The end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the world. and
1: me know it.
0: <laughs> and I feel fine because the world represents new beginnings as well. Exactly. <laughs> and party and celebration. And that's what we're going to do after we're done recording this. We're going to go drink and some celebrate. One yeah, time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you want to keep in touch with us and, and or know what, what we're going to be doing next week, a great way to do that is by being in our... Our Facebook group so Myth Tarot yeah. Love on Facebook, um, also on Instagram, just at Myth Tarot Love. Those are both good places to get in touch with us and know know what we've got going on once we decide. Pictures as well. Pictures, yeah, yes. we got
1: we get pictures of uh, gruesome creatures that fight Zeus.
0: Yeah, have to. I'll put a
1: memo to, remember to do that. Uh, yes. we'll have a picture of um, the very sexy Gaia from Journey oh, into yeah. the Hidden Realm. <laughs> yep,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: Right, I sh- like. Sh- She's just such a good representation of Gaia. They did a great job on that art.
0: Excellent job. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Uh, And if you guys have any pictures, too, if you really like, you can always send them to us as well. I always love seeing different decks and different um, cards. So that's something we can do, too, is if you guys want to send us pictures. Send us your pics. That'd be wonderful. (laughs) And, yeah, so we can't even say what's happening next week. Um cuz we don't know but uh, it's the end it's the end it's so. the end
1: thank you for listening thank to you. all
0: of the major arcana yes we made it Wait, we made it card, you guys
1: made it card number 21 22 episodes in pretty good yeah pretty happy all right what are what are we ending with today um today we're going to end with uh yet another quote that comes from the American Tarot Association Mhm says the cycle of the major arcana begins where it ends and ends where it begins start and finish are no longer the end of uh, ends of straight line but coincident points on the circumference of a circle that encapsulates your life the present is now the future is now eternity is now talk about stories, cards, and symbols, and all of the above. Myth, tarot, love.